The Khan brothers had lost their supremacy as a sand mafia of the East. Their operations had been compromised and resources sealed. However, they moved to the next stepping stone and as most gangsters joined politics. Kutaya reached Bhagalpur with a rag on his face. He asked the locals for the route to Khan's mansion and was met with tons of staring eyes. Khan's mansion was a pilgrimage to those seeking aid. No police were seen around as the locals guarded the place. The Khan brothers never left the dwelling if not for the public appearances. Though the district had a court, most of the hearings were done at the residence. When Kutaya reached the gate, he was met with a trail of dominoes of people standing for their turn. It was like a king's court. He saw a stall selling samosas in Hindi newspaper. He went to the guy and borrowed a piece of the newspaper. From another guy in the queue, well dressed as a barrister, he asked for a pen. He wrote something on the paper, made an aeroplane out of it, sensed the airflow, changed the aerodynamics by adding a few folds on its wings and threw it in the sky. He did not have many lifelines and hence kept his fingers crossed till the flight of his mastery. The plane fell at the legs of the elder of the two Khan brothers. Later on, a bulky half-naked guy with nipples shaking on his man boobs came to the gate with a vulture's tone and eagle's eyes demanding the man to come forward. Just like the embassy had diplomatic immunity, the Khan mansion enjoyed similar privileges from the state government. Kutaya entered the bars and the half-naked guy closed the gateways for further hearings. He shouted at the top of his voice that Bade Bhaiya, the elder of the two Khan brothers, would listen to the grievances the following day. The crowd in front of the castle dispersed as the samosa wala looked displeased at his unsolved inventory, calling out names for the Khan brothers. Bade Bhaiya hugged Kutai as if the relationship went blank in time. Even Chote Bhaiya hugged the popular face and for some reason, they both called him Bawa, as in a small child. Then Bade Bhaiya ordered the chef to make the mutton biryani for the guest of honour and asked his caretaker to prepare the sweet at the guest house. Bade Bhaiya, Bawa, you have come on an exceptional day. Today I'll allow you to feed my pet which I have recently bought from the jungles in Africa. Kutaya held both the hands of Bade Bhaiya and touched his eyes on them. He felt fortunate to be receiving such a felicitation. They walked together along with Chote Bhaiya and a few other followers to some sort of greenhouse but with a red carpet around a thick steel meat shed cage. Bade Bhaiya forwarded a giant orange remote control with red, green and yellow buttons and directed Kutaya to press the green one. As he pressed it, an overheard crane was powered and he saw a man being charioted in the air to the very opening in the steel cage. Bade Bhaiya then asked him to press the release button and he followed without question or option. The man fell on a pile of sand and was not hurt much. It was the samosa wala. Bade Bhaiya This guy was calling me names. Just one day I stopped my hearings early and he started calling me names. Every day he earns because of me and look at his guts. But you would know that, Bawa, the consequence of going against me, even in dreams. Bade Bhaiya pressed Kutaya's shoulder bone and it was not pleasant as the man had big hands. Bade Bhaiya, Oi, why is Ajju not coming out? I paid one crore for this bastard. The wait was not long. Ajju, an 8-meter anaconda weighing more than 100 kilograms, came out flickering its tongue as the samosa wala screamed for mercy. Bade Bhaiya, 
ओए बउआ लुक एट द स्पेक्टिकल अज्जू विल नाउ हिप्नोटाइज हिम सी अमेजिंग अज्जू स्क्वीज द समोसा वाला एज इफ इनगल्फ्ड इट स्लोली व्हाट अ स्पेक्टिकल कुटाया वाज हिप्नोटाइज्ड टू ही कुड सी द ब्रीथिंग बॉडी ऑफ द मैन बीइंग पुश्ड इनसाइड द लेंथ ऑफ द रेप्टाइल बड़े भैया हे बउआ व्हाट हैपेंड इज इट अमेजिंग इजंट इट कुटाया हाउ मच बड़े भैया वन करोड़ टोटली वर्थ इट कुटाया नो आई मीन हाउ मच टाइम डज इट टेक फॉर द बॉडी टू बी फुली डाइजेस्टेड बड़े भैया ट्राइंग टू डाइवर्ट द क्वेश्चन हैविंग नो आंसर एज छोटे भैया स्माइल्ड इन सरकैजम वी हैव लॉट्स टू डिस्कस लेट्स कम एंड check after dinner we will drop another body and in case if it is hungry we would have our answer this is such a great model we were fools to have used our sand operation to lift bodies when all we needed was a jew i'm planning to buy a few more it is suitable for business and it is an eco friendly method to get rid of the bodies with goosebumps all over his body kutaya tried explaining to the man in control the reason for his presence Usually chote bhaiya would have never taken an interest in conversation but this time he looked interested chote bhaiya so you are saying that my brother was not killed in the encounter by parmal i don't get it kutaya the night of the encounter your brother was with a prostitute the same girl that parmal was accused of killing a few days back before the encounter someone tipped his location to the police as they marched undercover Parimal guarded his brother-in-law but he did not know that his in-law worked for your people and had warned your brother to flee. However, your brother did not attend to such notice. He was found in the same room fucking the same prostitute. He put the gun on the girl's head and took her as a shield. Parimal in-law had the best shot angle but he never pulled the trigger. That is when Parimal realized his side of the alliance. Your brother pulled the trigger and shot Pradeep's in-law and escaped the encounter that day. Bade bhaiya, if we believe your story, is he still alive? But the police reported that they had my brother's dead body. Kutaya, it was all a cover-up to buy a new identity. Your brother traded his life for information on your operation in the state. The very reason you lost all your business. The XCM Kaveri Bhomik earned handsomely by auctioning the details of your sand truck routes. Chote bhaiya, we have left that business. Politics suits us. We want our brother alive. Name your price. Kutaya forwarded a number. Chote bhaiya was amazed to see such a number. What do you plan to do with such money? And why should we believe you? Kutaya, you have Ajju you have all reasons to believe in me to fear but i needed the payment up front the two brothers looked at each other and the caretaker served plates for the fragrant biryani the deal was sealed and the amount transferred to an account of kutaya's liking kutaya also asked for a few men to which the khan brothers did not hesitate in fact they decided to themselves step out of the mansion to save their brother and bring him home for the moment Kutaya stayed there to let his manhunt settle down. Ahana's business corridor plans where she made a monumental effort to transform the state's infrastructure hit a significant setback when the central government threatened the release of funds. 
there were banners all around displaying unfinished buildings as the symbol of a failure she was holding up just fine for a newcomer but she needed alternate sources of funds as she recovered from the embarrassment of what the journalist called kutaya gate john came to meet her in the office and found her with hands pressed on her forehead john life is unfair so i'll bring wine ahana hey when did you come john just now you seem not so lively what if we roll a joint ahana are you crazy i'm a cm there can be a camera anywhere john i know a place if you have time ahana snuck out of the room to avoid attention without informing her security personnel they both drove to john's private charter and off they were in the air as she looked down the window there were no cameras no rush no scrutiny ahana crushed marijuana mostly laughing and reliving a few good old days they rolled two heavy thick ones taking good care not to stuff and tight ahana i really don't want to get down it is peaceful here john you can be for as long as you want ahana there are not many people i can trust you have stood the test of time thank you for being a constant she leaned towards him expecting a kiss ahana i'm no more your doctor you can touch me john yeah but i read you can't get involved with your ex patient for some period of time ahana cut the crap and kiss me the pilot heard noises which he chose to ignore willingly they were to land and poor he hesitated to announce for them to get to their seats from wherever they were he kept flying in circles waiting for the crescendo to discharge a man starts forming pictures which is dreadful for the pilot and the passengers certainly they were doing more than just a kiss have heard about sex on the beach also smoked it but sex in the sky woohoo something definitely going on top in my bucket list now let's sympathize with the pilot for losing attention now and then ahana was i good john usually men ask this question ahana i don't know after a long was i loud did i make weird faces john laughed as the pilot finally took the call to announce the landing john i came with a business proposal I wish to invest in your business corridor projects in millions. Ahana. That sounds bad after having sex. John. The investors are ready. The money is ready. I'll send the papers for review tomorrow if you say so. There was nothing more than she could have wanted. There was money. There was someone she could trust. John always saw the best in her and maybe this relation could mean something special. Amidst her security searching for her, she entered her office with the gentleman of her choosing bearing a broad smile on her face to call it a day. A few days later, the PM initiated his intentions to apprise the public about the bill but cautiously. He released his vision of India 2030 to make it a 10 trillion economy. He promised guaranteed education, vocational training for all right after school and college, provisions were made for the army officials, increasing their pay grade. and farmers were insured to have their products sold in total pm a few politicians who are new to public service are doing a good job erecting building in one day 
but what is their long term plan i ask we are not a country with no fiscal deficit and surplus cash we take loans from the world bank imf which have to be used for projects in the entire country i cannot channel all the funds to one particular state because the cm is selfish not to think about the whole nation that is why our constitution asks for an elected representative i'm sure the people of that state would take caution in choosing a suitable candidate when the real test on the public forum will be held a few months from now on the pm reminded ahana that she will not still not the cm of west bengal and justified the block of funds moreover she was yet to win from a constituency it was time for kutaya to leave the safe house as the khan brothers accompanied him in their black suvs they took the road at night when it was proof checked by his people the deal was to take them to to their brother by the looks of it they wanted their brother back at least chote bhaiya wanted that but of course it was not up to him to decide all decisions were created by bade bhaiya and no one knew how he would react to the brother who sold them out the music they played in the car was awful but kutaya held his patient they folded the directions of the man in charge and followed him with a blind path only taking a halt at the gupta pan shop right from the driver to the men with guns chewed pan with red teeth occasionally they would spit the excess chew of the pan which would jet into kutaya's face thanks to the wind on the other side of the pre decided destination sheila waited for the cavalry only with a twist as the cavalry reached a worn out bridge sheila torched the vehicle and kutaya commanded the driver to take a hard stop he stepped down but the khan brothers had made up their mind along with sheila the matchmaker showed up kutaya what is this you sold me bade bhaiya just like you sold us a story about his brother kutaya i did not bade bhaiya fine give us his location kutaya that is what i am doing sheila was made to sit on her knees with the gun pointed at the back of her head kutaya rubbed all the rings on his hand matchmaker if ahana were here you would not have thought much even if i kill the sheila hell won't lose to you will it two black capped goons from matchmaker side dragged another guy out blood dripped from his skull and nose it was madari bade bhaiya went up to madari with his butcher's knife his palm was stern as he cut a lamb each day he kept madari's hand on the bank of a tree and asked him to straighten just the little finger madari put his other hand in his mouth bade bhaiya swung the butcher's knife and cut sharp madari's little finger as he screamed and cried matchmaker you did promise madari his life if not for sheila honor your promise and give me the ledger kutaya i have seen a lot of hollywood movies like james bond extraction mission impossible and i've seen those protagonists jumping from the bridge to save themselves well i can't do that in india we have dried all our rivers can you please ask madari where my horse is matchmaker what horse kutaya just ask him if the horse is alive then we will talk i'm done matchmaker do not test my patience kutaya 
I am testing your patience. Really? Isn't it another way around? I told you that you would get the ledger. What is the hurry? I promised this man a fair deal to deliver his brother. And here is me getting a deal sideways. And I am testing your patience? Shoot me. Shoot both these here. I am not telling you a thing. No, you both have pushed me. I never get angry. But fuck, today I am bloody agitated. So yes, please bring the madari to consciousness. Ask him about my horse and I will tell you all you want. And you, Khan, little piece of shit, trying to scare me with your anaconda. I am not telling you a thing. Hey, you matchmaker, you are a hell lot beautiful, but please, I won't take that excuse to crack open your skull. If you want to know where the ledger is, I am standing here at the corner of the bridge. Ask Madari about my horse and kill both these Khan brothers. Take me with you and I will give you the ledger. The team of Khan brothers pulled their triggers on Kutaya. In response, the battalion of matchmaker pointed theirs at Khan's. Bade Bhaiya short temper cost him dearly. Kutaya kept calling him Bade Bhaiya names. He could not bear himself being summoned as a piece of shit. He pulled the trigger and shot Kutaya only to brush his right arm. But Kutaya pretended to have received the bullet and collapsed on the bridge. The retaliation witnessed streams of firearms being exchanged from both ends. Matchmaker wanted Kutaya alive. Her men went for his body. But the Khan brothers opened fire. Kutaya had turned the two parties against each other. The river, so far dry, had drops of blood dripping from all corners into it. Only Sheila and Madari survived as they were on the ground. Divide and rule never gets old. Kutaya ran to Sheila and Madari. With the fireworks lasting several minutes, the police were not far away. Kutaya hoarded a car, pulled Sheila and Madari in and rushed out from the site. En route, Madari gained consciousness. He has lost blood. Kutaya, hey mate, you okay? Madari, yeah, just a bit uncomfortable. Hi Sheila, I can't move my legs. Can you please help me spread them wide? I always wanted to say this to a woman. Sheila pressed his hand that just lost a finger. The pain was enough motivation for him to spread his legs. Kutaya asked Sheila for her cell and missed someone. It's time. They drove to his junkyard where invited visitors were waiting for them. Ahana and John were at the junkyard. Like other times, Ahana did not ask John about the escape plan and had no idea what she was doing in the warehouse. All she could see were photos, newspaper clippings, ropes relating to the case of September 2018, then entered the black SUV and its three occupants. Ahana John, what did you do? Kutaya Please sit. It will be tough. Ahana No, I won't sit. Why did you bring me here, John? Speak something. Kutaya John is not who you think he is. John is a friend of mine and he is helping me to keep you safe right now from the time of your miscarriage. He had no intention of changing religion. He did not go to any temple or saw me doing magic with colored powders. He knew me the first time you kidnapped me to your house. The day I went to jail, Sheila initiated the assignment. He came to look after you in my absence. So sit down. We have to talk. Ahana sat mostly confused about life. What about the charter plane? Kutaya, it was all at my expense. Ahana, I felt comfortable with this man. I slept with him. I feel so disgusted. I feel played with. 
Ahana looked at John as he escaped her eyes. All said and done, Kutaya had the tiniest time left as Ahana messaged her security in charge about her whereabouts. Kutaya, you have to withdraw the idea of running from prime ministerial candidate. Ahana, and what should I do? Oh, because you think that they would kill me, is it? And not back off. You are not saving me from anything. All you have done is destroy my life. Bring me misery, pain and suffering. Kutaya, call me what you like but you are reclining from any thoughts of standing for the post. Ahana, I will not. Kutaya, you will. Ahana, I will not, I will not, I will not. Hear me loud and clear, I will not. Kutaya, the money that John invested in your business corridor project. Ever thought where it came from? There are no investors. All those companies are shell companies used to launder money. I will release the documents. Tracing the money to the account to the sand mafia. Khan brothers. The entire project will come to a halt and many would lose their job. You will no more be a decisive, strong leader but a corrupt one. To prevent all this from happening, you will announce to anyone and everyone that you are not a viable candidate. Or else, your political career stops today. Ahana, I just don't understand what the problem is with you men. Do you think I'm not capable enough to protect myself or scared of dying? Why? Why do you keep poking my life? Leave me alone for God's sake. Kutaya, do you even hear what you say? Did you ever listen to what Paramal said? Your obsession with men and their involvement in ruining your life has blinded you. I don't stand here as a man trying to save you. I'm just a person who happens to have more experience dealing with those monsters. So just do as I say. Consider it as a warning. Kutaya filled all his research work in a bag and left along with Madari and Sheila before the security arrived. John was the last to leave the room. He waited for Ahana to look at him. He wanted to apologize. He did not want to use her or hurt her feelings. It was more than a betrayal to her. Before he left, she looked into his eyes and said, I did not want to become the Prime Minister because someone forced me to. I was sick and tired of living and then found a purpose. For a while, I wanted to do this for myself. Do not show me your face ever. John The following day, Ahana admitted to the nation that she wanted to focus on governing the state for the next five years. She wanted to work for the people of West Bengal, indirectly implying that her race to the top was over. The balancers were definitely not happy with the turn of events.